Welcome to the Podcasters Podcast, the show for podcasters by podcasters. In this show, I'm going to be giving you the tips, tricks, and anything else you need to get your podcast launched and keep it moving past the pod fade and into the stratosphere. Here we go. everyone wayne here from the podcasters podcast and today my guest is paul maskill from the business owners freedom formula podcast um so you just heard the intro just a, a couple minutes ago um but you know we want to kind of hear from paul who's um kind of the host and showrunner for everything um so paul go ahead and tell us a little bit about the show and um, kind of how you got started with uh kind of falling into podcasting yeah so i originally got into podcasting so the business owners freedom formula podcast is actually my second podcast um i originally got into podcasting just because i started listening to them and i thought this is a great uh great way to get the word out and just connect with people in a different way uh, so i started listening to podcasts like 2015 probably around there i had just yep. sold uh, a local business where i was just dealing with local people local businesses local customers started listening to podcasts uh probably started with what most people start with uh, entrepreneurs on fire uh pat flynn amy porterfield those type of podcasts right um and really at that point i really like what john lee dumas was doing uh he had podcasters paradise which is i believe where we connected yep um so i i went through that and i just i love talking to other people and as many people know that are business owners, if you are a business owner, uh, it can be kind of a lonely world. You could sit in your office 10, 12, 14 hours and not really talk to anybody. So, uh, and when you talk to your friends that aren't business owners, they just don't really get it. It's like, oh, how's business going? Oh, it's good. We do this. And then it's like, okay, you know, hey, did you see the baseball game last night? So it's like, you can't really have conversations with non-business people. So that's really why I started it. Uh, so I started my original show. It was called Automate Your Franchise. It was focused on helping franchise owners um, automate their business, uh, mainly focused on service-based businesses that need people, uh, which is really my expertise. So okay. started that podcast, did it for about six or eight months. Um, and then I was tr kind of pivoting into what I wanted to do next. I had sold my business, wanted to figure out what I wanted to do next. And then I got back into podcasting with the Business Owners Freedom Formula show, uh, April of 2017. So right. um, that's that's where I'm at now. I do three episodes a week, uh, interview, and then two solo shows. Okay, awesome. Wow, no, that's that's phenomenal. All right, so so two podcasts in. Um, welcome to the two club. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> um, so the uh, the podcast, um, I guess you said um, that you had sold that business. So that podcast, I guess, was tied to that business a little bit from conception, you know, concept and everything. Well, it was kind of interesting how it started. So I met with a business broker with my local business. We had 40 employees working part-time. We were running after-school programs for kids. So we were running after-school oh, nice. sports programs for kids. Uh, and the business broker said, well, the business of your size, it's not huge, but it's very successful. Probably take about nine months to sell. So I was like, okay, this was like... August or September of 2015. Okay. So I was like, okay, probably next summer my business will sell and I'll figure out what I want to do next. Mm -hmm. Well, my business sold in a week. So I was like, what do I do next? <laughs> uh, so one of the things is I'll start a podcast. I got time on my hands. I'll start a podcast. So, uh, 
I did it. I loved it. I learned so much from it. I met a ton of cool people that I eventually had on my second podcast, which is the Business Owners Freedom Formula Show. Yep. Uh, so it was kind of like, you know, um, and it was, I believe timing is a lot of things. So John Lee Dumas was just at the point of where he was closing the doors of Podcasters Paradise. And when it reopened, it was going to be a recurring revenue membership site. So if you got in, I think it was by like October 2015, mm-hmm. uh, it was going to be lifetime access. So I was yes. like, well, this is a perfect time. So uh, I joined it went through all the modules, connected with some awesome people, uh, started the podcast, did it. And then fast forward to when I thought my business was going to sell it. It took about that amount of time to figure out what I wanted to do next, which is, uh, you know, then I started focusing on helping uh, small local ba- local based business owners mm-hmm. um, and got to the point where people were like, hey, you should put out some more content. Like you got a lot of good stuff through your emails and all this right. other stuff. So I was like, well, I'll start another podcast. So I started the Business Owners Freedom Formula Show. It's been going much longer than the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got many more episodes. So I think yeah. at least at the time of this recording, I don't know, maybe 130, 140 episodes. Right. Uh, so it's just fun. I, I'm not trying to make a ton of money on it, but I do love just talking with people like you that get what we're doing <laughs> nice no absolutely um so also welcome to the grandfather's club because grandfathered into that uh lifetime pricing for uh podcasters paradise um i'm actually you're the first person outside of myself that i know of that's actually in that boat that's been there long enough um because a lot of people when i say oh yeah i've been here since 2015 they're like oh man you lucked out you know <laughs> so, so i hear it and that's actually i hang out in that that group all the time and i'm constantly helping people and i've noticed that there's um that's part of the reason why i wanted to kind of do this is there's a little bit of a gap so podcasters paradise is phenomenal there is a ton of resources the community is outstanding there's so much help there but one of the things that i noticed is that there's just a little bit of indecision on things so a lot of the um, descriptions and stuff will be like, well, here's this $50 mic that works great. And here's this $400 mic that works great. Pick one. And so it, it goes to the person <laughs> that has no experience and they're like, well, you're using the $400 one, but I don't want to spend $400, but that must mean the, the $50 one's crap. I don't know what to do. And so they end up in this analysis paralysis scenario where they're just not moving forward. And so they're kind of spinning their wheels for weeks, just asking questions. And with as vast as the community is, your comments will be 50, 50 of people who are like, Oh, just pick this one and go, or, Oh no, you should really focus on your quality and spend the, you know, the 500 bucks. And so that just kind of, fuels that indecision, unfortunately. So a lot of the times when I start to see that, I'll pinpoint somebody and be like, hey, can I help you make this choice? Like, let's just walk through this and kind of coach them. And I think I've gotten four or five people in that community to their actual launch point based off of that. And so that's what really kind of spawned this. I'm like, you know what? I'm helping people, you know, ancillary to something else that's supposed to be helping them. Um, I have the experience I've launched before. Let me go ahead and get you launched. And really that's kind of the premise of this. And so that's why I've been building this up is because I want to let people know that there's this avenue of like, yes, there's other hidden costs that you're not aware of. Here's how we make these decisions moving forward. And you just said it yourself. You're not looking to make a million dollars off this thing. You know, podcasts don't necessarily generate revenue immediately. And so um, you got to realize that they they basically become a money pit <laughs> for a little bit of time. <laughs> you know, you're, you're paying for hosting, you're paying for equipment. There's other things you're paying for. Um, and it's not that much, but if you just didn't realize it coming in, it can be a shock. You know, that, that first time you've, you've dropped, you know, a couple hundred or a couple thousand dollars on a class. Now it's like, Oh, well now you have to go spend $300 a month. And it's like, Whoa, wait, what? <laughs> we never <laughs> talked about this. Um, so yeah, that's really been the goal is like kind of figuring all of that stuff, helping people make those decisions and kind of, you know, jumping that hurdle and, and just getting out there. So that's really been 
where we're headed. So, um, so yeah, so you're on number two, you've been around for April 2017. So it's a year. Yeah. Awesome. Just over, just over a year from my launch date. So you, uh, exciting stuff. I just released, <laughs> uh, at least at the time of recording, I think our 56th interview. So, okay. uh, loving it. Um, it's awesome. Can't, right. can't complain. And like you said, uh, there is an expense, but if you're, I think it probably could between hosting and, you know, the time to edit, I still do all the editing myself. Um, right. and paying for different things. Maybe it's a hundred bucks a month, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but to get in front of potentially millions of people, and even my download numbers are not huge, but say I get 30 people to listen to my podcast today. That's like amazing, right? Like right. I would have to drive around and talk to 30 different people, but I can put out a <laughs> podcast. Like I don't talk to 30 people in a day usually, but 30 yep. people are listening to me that I have no idea who they are. They've never met me, but you build that relationship with them. And then just randomly, you'll get like an email or a text message or a Facebook message of like, hey man, I love that episode. Like, yeah. Never even knew who this person was. So I think it's just, it's fun and I love connecting with people and I love that it stays out there forever um, mm -hmm. because it's always going to help somebody. And then, you know, when you start connecting with those people, it just, it does make it, you know, gratifying and knowing that the time we're putting into this uh, is helping somebody out there. I think at the end of the day, that's the goal. Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. It, it definitely is. And yeah, it's, it's amazing. I remember the very first time that I looked at um, Libsyn stats with my first podcast and, you know, seeing like, I was like, I have eight listeners in Australia. Like, Oh my God, I've never even been to Australia. What's going on here? And you're like, Oh, I have one person in Iran. There's no way. Like this is a barbecue podcast. Like they can't like, who is that? It must be a military guy. Like it has to be like, you know? <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, it's, it's just amazing to see stuff like that where it's like all these other countries just start to show up and you're like, I would never have spoken to this person period. Yet they just heard my conversation and, you know, got insight into to what I'm thinking and what's going on. So it's definitely an amazing platform for sure. Yeah. So, um, so moving into this, you're a year in, so, um, I'm going to change my focus set of questions a little bit. Um, so, um, <clears throat> what has been, so to this point right now, um, cause getting a year is actually, it, it's not super difficult, but it takes a lot of consistency and a lot of patience and, and dedication to the show. You have to be able to put in that time for editing. Um, you know, you have to have that commitment and coming up with those ideas of what's going on and what your content is. Um, so it does take a little bit of effort for sure to, to maintain that much of a longevity so far. So um, kind of what's helped you with that and what are some of the, the largest hurdles that you've had to deal with that um, you're looking to kind of overcome to keep this thing going two years, three years out? Yeah, well, I think um, I think in general, it's such an instant gratification world and you see people have massive success. Oh, I got a podcast. I got millions of downloads. I'm making six figures a month, blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, there are people doing that, but that just they didn't just like turn the mic on and it happened. Like John Lee Dumas just released his 2000th episode. He's literally right. had 2000 interviews with people like each one's 20 or 30 minutes. That's that's a lot of time. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think to to really keep going, I think it's just you know, really the passion for it. I love, um, we're talking on zoom. I, my first one was on Skype and I just couldn't see the person. So it was like, you're having a phone conversation with someone you never really met. Right. Um, but when you can see face to face in video, there's like that extra level of connection. So it's like, mm -hmm. I know who I'm talking with. I can see what their, you know, what their office looks like or whatever, <laughs> but it, it's, it has that extra level of connection. And then for me, it's building that relationship after the show. So like I've connected with phenomenal people in all different aspects, all different industries, all different parts of the world, you know, and uh, using my platform to put, put them on, but then also having the ability to 
you know, build those networking connections with them is, is really invaluable because when you start meeting these people in real life and continuing the conversation, I think it's really fun. I think, you know, if you get into podcasting with with the idea that you're going to make a bunch of money, uh, you're you're probably you know you're you're not really thinking very straight. So it's like right. it's like people that are you know posting on Instagram or Facebook every day. They're not doing it to make a bunch of money right away. Maybe in two years they got a million followers and they'll monetize it. But like mm-hmm. you really have to have the passion for it. You really have to love it, um, and you really have to get into get get a way to somehow connect with the, with your listeners. Like I said, I don't get that many messages, like full disclosure. It's not like people are blowing me up every day, but when I do right. get a random email of like, Hey man, thanks so much. Or like going to my website and scheduling a call with me because they listen to the podcast or whatever. I think mm-hmm. that's really when it's like, this is a lot of fun. Um, right. And I think the biggest hurdle is that like having the patience to understand that this is a long-term platform. Uh, it's not going away. Um, and you're not going to monetize it right away. And then for me, probably the biggest, the other biggest hurdle is I work from home. So you can see my home office. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a two-year-old daughter that runs around our house. Um, <laughs> so being able to carve out time of like, hey, I'm going to go do a podcast. It needs to be somewhat quiet. I like authenticity. So if she's banging on the door, whatever, she's banging on the door. But mm-hmm. uh, just being able to stay focused before we had a kid, it was like, it was just me and my wife. Right. Like we could do whatever we want. So having that other, you know, that other aspect of life now where it's, uh, you really have to be much more diligent with your time and making sure you get the shows out. Um, two of my shows, my Wednesday and Friday shows, I try to do them on Facebook live, but it doesn't always happen. They still go out on time, but I don't always have the time to sit down on Wednesday and do a Facebook live uh, because of things come up, but it's okay. At the end of the day, uh, people like, listening to authentic people. Um, if I was sitting here in a garage with seven Ferraris, they probably wouldn't <laughs> like me much, but I'm sitting here in my home office, uh, you know, and it's, it's just pretty authentic. So I always take the videos and put them on Facebook. And I think that also helps uh, engage with the audience and the people that are following the show. Yeah, no, for sure. It definitely does. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, kind of in the same boat. So I have a 20 month old that's downstairs right now. She's running around um, doing everything. And I have two older kids that happen to be in school. So, you know, when they figure out their way upstairs, you know, it's the same kind of thing. They're stumbling at the door every once in a while, a little kid will pop up here and, you know, it just happens. So <laughs> they, <laughs> life happens. Yeah. Same kind of boat. Yeah. And actually that's, um, it's interesting. It was one of the philosophies I was trying to, to talk to somebody about because they were talking about editing their podcast and they're like, you know, I kind of try to look for all these ums and my breaths and whatever because I save so much time on my podcast. I'm like, right, but did you listen back to it? Because if you're not careful, it's interrupting your speech flow. And so now all of a sudden you sound like a robot or William Shackner because <laughs> because you took all these things out. Um, so, you know, it's I'm, I'm very much on that same boat. It's like, you know what, if we go um and stop for like 40 seconds and there's just silence because both of us just got dumbfounded, sure, I'll take that 40 second gap out. But for the most part, like if you and I are sitting in a living room and we're chatting and I stop for a um really quick and then kind of go back, you can't unhear that. We can't go back in time and me take that out. You heard it. Sorry, I'm not going into your brain and removing it. Why bother with the podcast? Like, okay, sure. A little bit of professionalism, but still like when you're in the middle of a conversation, don't even worry about it. Like it's too much headache. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. And to take the time, I mean, maybe eventually you can outsource it and they can clean it up, but to take the time to go through a 30 or 40 minute interview and take all those out, it's the return on that isn't, I mean, to be honest, unless like you said, unless there's a big gap or whoever I'm interviewing or I totally screw up and forget about it, then it's just like... Just, just get out there. Um, I tell everybody done is better than perfect. You can always mm-hmm. go back into the beginning of time and re-edit those podcasts and re-upload them when you have time. But I think just right. getting your minimum viable product out there and 
getting over the hurdle of just talking, like, especially if you're doing solo shows, like literally yeah. you're talking in a room by yourself, which yep. can be kind of weird <laughs> at first. Like, you know, I remember when I first hit record, I'm like, what is my wife going to think? She's outside. Like, she's going to hear me talking. Like, is this going to be weird? Like, what if someone comes over? Like, why is Paul talking to himself? Like, right. all these things go through your head. And then now I don't even think about it. I can just hit record and go. But you can never get to that point unless you get started. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's just, yeah, it's taking action and, and moving forward with whatever it is. And so, um, you know, it's, it's again, it's the same kind of thing. When I had those solo shows, um, I act like I have somebody on the other side of Zoom. So that way I, I pretend that there is somebody there. And it's interesting enough when I've done those, my wife has done the same thing. Oh, who are you talking to? Uh, nobody. <laughs> a, guy named, a guy named Wayne. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You know, just listening <laughs> to myself, just chit-chatting. We, we like to have conversations. Um, no, it's awesome. So, um, sorry, it's, this is one of those things where I'll probably pause it and take that out a little bit. <laughs> um, so... <clears throat> Going in with that, um, just generally, what software are you using for all your editing stuff? So I use Audacity. So I'm a Windows user. So I use Audacity uh, to edit. I use Zoom to record it. And then uh, you can just strip out the audio from the Zoom to put it right in Audacity. That's what I use. Um, for me, that's what I've always used since I went through my first podcast, 2015, and uh, still works good for me. Right. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's a, it's a good free tool. It has a lot of um, good use around it um, and definitely a big um, usage base in the podcasting community. I think mostly because of costs, but it definitely is, um, it does work very well. Um, I personally happen to use um, Adobe Audition. Um, so I have some professional audio editing history in my, in my background. And so Audacity just kind of felt a little like I had handcuffs on. <laughs> so, um, and that, that's just me personally, but it, it is, it's an excellent tool. You can do everything you need to just get your podcast recorded and out. Um, I have a couple of clients who I do production for, and they're using Audacity to record. And then I'm doing all their final touch-ups and show edits and everything in, um, in Audition and it just works great. Yeah, I like it. And then if I do do Facebook Lives, I can just have it on recording in the background. So I'm doing Facebook Live on one screen. I have Audacity recording the other so I can see everything. Um, and it records just as well. Um, like you said, unless you're a professional sound person, Audacity is great. It's free. Um, and it's got everything you need. And if you don't know how to use it, there's a great resource. It's called Google.com. <laughs> yep. Google, how do I make this happen in Audacity? How do I turn this from mono to stereo? Whatever it is. <laughs> You'll find the answer. Yeah, Google and YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it'll handle between those two. That. You don't have to go to the library anymore and hope they have an encyclopedia to figure it out. Yeah, really, for sure. Awesome. <laughs> um, and then I guess just lastly, really quick, um, you're on a headset, uh, which is interesting. I haven't actually talked to anyone with a headset previously. So why did you uh, why did you choose to go that route instead of like one of the typical boom kind of mics or anything along those lines? Yeah, that's a good question. So when I started, I was just doing solo shows and my interviews. They weren't on Zoom. So it was like, for me, I talk a lot with my hands. So if I had a mic, I would whack it and make noise <laughs> and have to edit it out. Um, and this just felt more natural to me. And I also like to write stuff. So it's like, you know, if I'm interviewing somebody, I got my pen here. I can just take notes. For me, it was just hands-free with no possibility of running into something. Um, some people might think it looks funny, but I don't really care. Um, no. and the sound quality is good. So it sounds good. Um, so that's really the only reason I, you know, I decided to go with it. There was no other particular reason. It wasn't cost. I think this is probably the same as, you know, an, uh, ATR 2100 or whatever kind of is the entry right. level mic that they recommend these days. Um, so I just like it. And, um, especially since I do do some coaching and like zoom calls with clients, mm -hmm. 
this is just a lot easier as well because if I want to map something out like on my desk, it's just nothing's in the way and I talk with my hands and I didn't want to have a big boom <clears throat> thing. And especially now if I have a daughter, that boom thing is probably getting torn down. So right. <laughs> um, that's, that's why I wanted that. Nothing, nothing in particular. I think for anybody out there listening, just go with what works best for you. Um, as long as it's good enough quality, like you know it's good enough quality because if you listen to podcasts and if it's once, once you know or you don't know, then it's like, okay, I'm, I'm good with that because it sounds good enough. You can always upgrade. You can always make it better. But yeah, for uh, sure. I would say just find what works best for you, purchase it and go make it happen. No, absolutely. No, that's, you know, that's exactly the excellent point. It's, it's kind of just take that action and get, you know, just get something and go like, you know, too many people struggle with trying to figure out, you know, which of these do I pick? And it's like, you know what, in the end of the day, just get one and go with it figure out how to use it. Cause you have, you have bigger problems to worry about. You know, you're, you're gonna be nervous. You're gonna be reading from a script those first couple of times. You're, you know, you're just not gonna be comfortable with whatever Mike you pick. So it doesn't matter how much it costs because you know, it's, right. it's that icebreaker <laughs> period you still have to go through. Um, so yeah, just pick one and just kind of just run with it and go. And that way you can at least figure out how to get the show started. And, you know, like I said, there's plenty of resources that are out there that will definitely help you with all those other questions and, and get going. Hundred percent, and that's that's the key for anybody out there. Just get going. You can always get better, but you can't get better unless you get started. So yep. go make it happen for sure. <laughs> and then actually, just one uh, one last thing. I'm trying to use it for myself, but we had um, mentioned the ums and the the vocal pauses and all that other stuff. And you know, we also talked about John Lee being on uh, episode 2000, right? So when you listen to his first episodes, he's stumbling around similar to how I'm speaking right now with some of these uhs and pauses and whatnot. But if you listen to his, you know, 1800 and beyond kind of episodes or even before that, maybe back to a thousand and beyond, he doesn't have it anymore. It's very clear. You can hear him just kind of talking and going with the flow because he's used to it. And, you know, he's comfortable with that interviewing and kind of talking on the fly and having those conversations and not pausing as much because the um is really time for your brain to process and figure out what it's going to say next. And so when you're more comfortable with that ad lib in conversation tends to work <laughs> very well without you having to pause. Uh, there's an app that I found the other day, someone pointed me to it and it's really interesting. It's called Oraya. It's O R A I. Uh, it stands for oral artificial intelligence. And it goes through these lessons where it gives you like these little um, paragraphs and you read the paragraph back to the app and the app tells you like, here's your energy level. Here's where you, you know, slurred a word. Here's how many times you used a filler word like um or ah or whatever. And so it gives you this kind of visual feedback of how you're doing when you're reading back and doing things. And so it kind of helps you go through these lesson plans and start to figure out like, Hey, this is how I can read without pausing, or this is how I can just kind of speak without any of those kind of pauses and add to my energy level and keep going from there. So it's, it's a really interesting little, uh, little app to play with. Sweet. I'll definitely check that out. That's a good resource to have. Yeah. So I don't know if it's on Android or not. Um, I know it's on Apple for sure. Um, but yeah, it's just O-R-A-I. Um, so if you search for that, you'll find it. And it's like I said, it has freestyle, it has scripts and exercises and other things along those lines. Um, uh, this is not a paid advertisement. I just think it's really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Cool. So um, we're coming close to time here. So just really quick um, before we get going, um, if anyone wanted to check out the business owners freedom formula or or your blog or find out just more about you and how you can get in touch with you, uh, where would they go to do that? Yeah. So you could just go to whatever you use to play your podcast, Apple podcast, Stitcher, Google play, whatever it is. Uh, it's there. So just search, you can just search for my name, Paul Maskell or 
business owners freedom formula. Uh, we really just focus on helping business operators uh, go to business owners and CEOs. So a lot of people that own businesses, they get stuck working in their business all day. Uh, so I interview people, I say smarter than me. Uh, so I interview people that are smarter than me that would help the listener uh, do that. Go from business operator to business owner and CEO. And then my Wednesday and Friday episodes are exactly that. So my Wednesday episode is called What's Working Wednesday. So I share some sort of piece of technology or some tool that's working for business owners to help them. And then Friday is kind of just taking a strategy that I find that works in business. Uh, it's called Freedom Fridays to help them get closer to the freedom they sought when they started their business. So if you just search it on iTunes, Google, whatever, it's there. And then if you do want to check out my website, it's just my name, paulmaskill.com. There's resources there. There's training there. There's my blog, my show notes, all that good stuff. However you want to connect with me, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever works, uh, you can find me there. All right. Excellent. So there you go. So paulmaskell.com is where you're going to go ahead and get a hold of this guy um, and go ahead and reach out. So it's been a great conversation and, you know, I've seen him online uh, in the communities and things like that. So, you know, it's definitely, um, you know, a great person to talk to and, you know, there's the offer to, to reach out and have all the contact information at his website. So um, Paul, any, um, any last words before we get going? Uh, I would tell you done is better than perfect. So you can never perfect something, but you can never improve it if you never get started. So Damn. I was there once. I was like, I'm going to do this. I went through the course, blazed through the course, and then just hitting that record button can be tough, <laughs> but realize that nobody else cares. Like nobody cares. Right. Like if your podcast totally sucks, the only way to get better is to know that it totally sucks. And like Wayne, like you were saying, John Lee Dumas probably listens to episode three is like second or third interview of like, oh my God, what was I doing? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't <laughs> matter. Like you just got to keep getting, you're never going to get better if you don't get started. And now I've, like you said, like, I don't really need a script. I know what I'm going to talk about. I, it's very conversational. And then my Wednesday and Friday episodes, I literally just, I have some bullet points, but I literally just hit record and talk and go with the flow. Because I think when you're authentic and you're not trying to be all production and, you know, kind of movie star esque and just be yourself you're going to connect with people that are your ideal customer or your ideal listener, whoever it is, whatever your goal is of your podcast. That's really, you know, figure out what your goal is. How are you going to leverage your podcast to achieve that? And then just get started and you can always improve. And then lastly, connect with people that have been where you want to be. Like that's huge. So whether, you know, Wayne is helping a bunch of people, there's so many resources and so many people out there that are willing to help. I found out of all the different places I've hung out, the podcasting world, will literally help anybody because they know where you are. So if you just yep. got started, like I've had people on my show that are way, way more well-known than I am, but it's like, Hey, I'm going to return that favor and come on your show because I know when I was in that position, I needed people coming on my show or whatever it is. It's just yeah. a very cool community. Um, but you got to be willing to put yourself out there. No, abs absolutely. And that's, that's really what it comes down to. It's, it's interesting. We're, we're all, competing for airtime, but we're not really competing. Like everybody does help each other out, you know, even within the same space. And so like, I'm not the only person that's doing production and teaching people how to do podcasts. So there's probably 10 others that I can think of right off the bat. Um, you know, and if someone wants to talk about them on the show, I let them, that's fine. Let's, you know, it's a community. Hey, I'm not going to be able to help every single podcaster and neither can they because there's just too many people that are looking to get into it. And so, you know, why tear each other down and, you know, be competitive with that when really we can just all support each other and everybody grows. A hundred percent. And I think that's having that abundance mindset, like the people that connect with you and want to do business with you, they don't want to do business with John Lee Dumas or anybody else. Like right. you're going to connect with your ideal customer. And if you bring people on your show and the listeners connect with them, well, that's fine because they weren't going to connect with you. Like it's, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Don't 
and don't think someone else is already doing a podcast like this doesn't mean I can do it. If somebody else is doing a podcast like that and they've been doing it a while and it looks like it's successful, it's because there's a demand there. If you have a podcast that nobody else is doing and no one else has ever done, yes, it might be wildly successful for that tiny niche, but it also could be a trigger of maybe there's not that much demand there. So like, it's okay if someone else is doing what you want to do. Yeah, for sure. No, that, that is it. So, all right. So I have to definitely get going for right now. So um, we will call it an end of a show for right now, but it has been awesome talking to you today, Paul. Yeah. Thank you so much Wayne, for having me on. Enjoyed it. All right. I'll talk to you later. See ya. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcasters podcast. Hopefully this episode inspired you to think about starting your own podcast. The Podcasters Podcast is brought to you by WCR Studios. Head on over to WCRstudios.com for any of your podcast production needs. Check out the Podcasters Podcast Facebook group, as well as hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Just take a look for the Podcasters Podcast. And we'll catch you on the next episode.